Ladies and gentlemen, boys and you do it. Girls! <laughs> Welcome to episode 67 or 8 of the Spirit Sundays podcast. And I'm joined by Luke Kidgel. It's great to be back. Yeah, this is the, it's your second time on the podcast, isn't it? No, oh, probably like fourth if you include live and oh, guests. Yeah, yeah, I was on the one. Marcus Dibble one as well. Oh, brief, that's true. Like I was there. Fuck, why are you on this time? I didn't have a lot of input in that one, that's why. Because you didn't get enough Kidgel at the time. <laughs> that's that's right. I want to I wanna really overdose on the Kidge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you don't know who Luke Kidgel is, um, he's a stand-up comedian, a uh, really good friend of mine, and uh, we've basically, we've been working together for like, Two years now? I would say. I met you in... No, it's been about a year and a half. It's Really? It's, I think I met you in about September. Because I, st- I hadn't started comedy still two years ago to this day. It's retarded. So I'd start, I started comedy in June 2015, and it's now May 2017. And it's been a meteoric rise. Yeah, it's, that's actually quite fast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Com- it from is. From never doing something to uh, about to embark on my first national tour. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's been a hectic two years. That's like one hit one. But I've, yeah, but I've literally put like every waking hour, like yeah. it's all I think about. So yeah. it's like when you actually devote 600 days in a row to a thing, you can get shit done. <laughs> oh yeah, you ha- I think you have to do that yeah. if you want it. Because everybody, everyone you're competing with, or, or who you will eventually be competing with, is doing that anyway. Yeah. So if you want to fucking catch up, you got to... I don't know, do a bunch of meth and stay up for 300 nights. <laughs> That's what I did, and look where it got me. Look yep. at me now, mum. The fucking meth boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, wait, why am I hosting it? This is your podcast. That's true. It is my <laughs> podcast. Um, so, basically, we have nothing to fucking talk about because we've just been, we're sick of each other. Well, this is what happened last time I was on. Yeah. We've been, we've been hanging out almost every day for the last three months yeah. because we had two months where you supported me on my tour and then the tour is now over we tried to have a little break from each other for like a week and yeah. then I saw you like three times in that week anyway because we were out at stand-up nights together we were yeah. doing gigs together anyway <laughs> get the fuck out of my house oh, wow, you're in, in your my house, house cunt you've got to fucking leave yeah but well, um, well, tell us tell, what have you been up to since so since your tour yeah. Well, I've been. I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival since. Uh, sold out a few shows, which was awesome. So you might have seen me open if you went to Lewis's show in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, if you went to Lewis's show anywhere but Sydney and Brisbane, yeah, you would have seen me. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've just I was doing that for a bit and doing my own shit during the week and going out with you every weekend on tour. But again, it wasn't really like my own shit during the week. It was recovering from. Flights. From flights in Queanbeyan or wherever the fuck we stayed in Canberra. Oh, that was a shit Like, hole. you know what? Okay, here's the thing. With your tour, it gave me such appreciation for home. Yeah. Just like being at home and... Not even Melbourne, a, just no, home. No, just home and like yeah. wherever your current residence is or where you eat oh, yeah. cereal every morning. I mean, yeah. I had my Bix boys on tour. <laughs> 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 That's the thing. Okay. Did we talk about this? Oh, we're going to have to. Now. Oh, so... <laughs> You always I don't know. killed me with the... <laughs> Hanging out, out with... So we, it was Mike from North Borders, yep. me and Lewis, right? It was just us three for the entire tour. Two months of, of seeing each other every single day and we all did the same thing. So imagine hanging out with like two good mates or whatever for three months and think of in your friendship group, you're listening to this, think about how shit your in-jokes already are. Every recess you get out there and you got some yeah. shit in-joke that only you and your mates understand. Well, we were alone in hotel rooms for three months. Yeah. It got 
bad. Like oh, awful. Miscellaneous bit at the end, bad. <laughs> oh, worse? No, nothing's worse. Okay, than nothing's that. worse. Pretty close. It was. But, yeah. So the joke was. I don't know. Okay, this is how it started. I think I started the joke unintentionally. I so don't remember how it started. It, it was. Where was the first place we went? The what first, was the first show? Because it was at that supermarket. Was, was Ballarat. No, Geelong. Oh, I don't think it started in Geelong. No, it wasn't. It was when we actually no, but flew somewhere. Oh, it was Newcastle. It started yeah. in Newcastle. Yeah. And we went to a supermarket. Newcastle was a shithole. Yeah. Because Newcastle is this really weird place where there's so many people there. Like, there's, I've never seen so many houses and so little to do. Like, it was like some guy just built... It was like a practical joke that the mayor of Newcastle, he's like, ha, we're going to put a town here and we're going to fill it with people. We're gonna give them nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> sucked in. And then like they just forgot to add a bowling alley in. Yeah, like, like we, we, there's literally there nothing. nothing to do. We walked around because normally when it, wherever we are, you, you could just walk somewhere and you'll find something. Where there, there was like no cafes. I talked even. to people after your show because like there was a line for you and like people waiting in line for Lewis and photos. And I was yeah. talking to all the people who came to the show, and I was like, "What do you do?" And they all go to Sydney. To do wow, shit. Which is like two hours. I was like, so do you guys like go out clubbing? Like, is there much to do here at night? And they're like, yeah, we sometimes just go to Sydney. It's like two hours away. Yeah. That's it's... insane. That's like, oh, people from Ballarat. No one from Ballarat comes to Melbourne, do they? Oh, they probably do. I don't no, know. No, I don't know. But even then, Ballarat had like a town square. Like, we, we did something at night yeah. after the show. There was a thing on. I there think was that a... was the first thing ever on, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, all the people were walking around. Anyway. And like, what the fuck is this? A thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're in Newcastle in a supermarket, and obviously we go to buy food for the week because it's bullshit expensive. I want you guys out. to strap in because it's going to take us the entire podcast to Explain get through this, this meme. No, it's meme. not. So I just we bought uh, wheat bix, right? Yeah. As you do, because there was multiple us, and that's a cheap, healthier cereal. And we're like, should we get the one, two, one point two kilogram pack of the one point four? And then you said one point four. We all laughed. Then we started talking about Brett Lee, yeah. and then. I said, we're the Bix boys, and then they both laughed, and then on the way out, we kind of kept talking about it for a bit, saying how we're the Bix boys, and then it didn't stop for three months. <laughs> <laughs> it got so bad and so in-depth that... We were replacing we just... cursor lyrics yeah. with Wheat Bix things on yeah. the plane. We were crying with laughing so much that the flight attendant came over on the way back from Newcastle. We were, we had tears in our eyes so it looked like we were crying on the plane and the flight attendant came over and asked me if I was okay and I said, well, because I couldn't even talk because I was laughing so hard. Sorry, we're just singing about wheat picks. <laughs> <laughs> right, and so she I'll give just you looked the... at us like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, I'll give you an example, right? Cursor, we were just, because we were just listening to Cursor a lot, and then we started <laughs> replacing lyrics of, curse, of Cursor to, to to be about Wheat Bix. So there's this one lyric where he's like, and now I'm staring out at the beachfront, damn, I came a long way for a street cunt. And we would just, I'd be like, hey Luke. And I'm- then I'd automatically just start laughing because I'd know what's coming. So then five minutes later, he'd eventually tell me the line, which was, which was oh, I can't even remember what it is now. It was like, do you what? Do you have a good one? Oh yeah, like he starts up his dead sets with "fucks happening." Yeah, it's been a minute. Got to marry. Oh, something like that. And I was like, "fucks happening." Got some wheat bix. Put put it in a bowl. Put some milk in it. Like <laughs> literally, <laughs> like literally just shittest the shittest things possible. And then this is how bad it got towards the end. The meme just became like its own thing, and then. 
in the last Sydney show, I, I came and opened for Lewis's second Sydney show because I was still doing Melbourne, my Melbourne comedy festival shows when you were doing your first one. Yeah. So I came and opened the second one. Apparently, you tell the story because this was your idea from the start. Okay, so Luke had been gone for a week because he was doing his own shows. So I had the idea to... <laughs> when basically, so we don't really... I, don't know, I introduce Luke from backstage, right? So I don't give him the microphone. He goes on stage first. And so I thought it would be hilarious to organize Mike from North Borders to put like five wheat bix on the stool so that Luke would see it as he came out on stage and he and he would have no explanation for why they were yeah, there. Yeah, so you know like when you go see a comedian, there's a microphone and a stool on stage. That's it. Lewis put wheat bix <laughs> on the stool. <laughs> And I didn't even notice them until halfway through my set. And I was in the middle of a joke where I used the stool. And I looked down. <laughs> I saw Weepix. And I was just... I just didn't even laugh. I was so over the joke that I looked at them. And I continued on with my set. Was not even phased by it. And you thought it was going to be the best thing ever. Oh, but you know what? It did fucking ruin my set. Because the whole time I was thinking... Like, cause I knew you did it. I just knew you were like someone put weepix on, and the whole time I was just thinking, why the fuck would he? Like, he thought that was going to be so funny, and it was shit. Oh man, it's funny now because of how shit it was. Oh man, and then I think at the very end of my set, I set you up because I knew how shit it would be. Pretty much like this podcast, like explaining this now. Because you can't explain a 10-week in-joke to people no. on stage at a stand-up show. So I threw you under the bus you massively. You fucked me. I fucked you so hard. And I said, during my set, right at the very end, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to explain those wheat picks. I'll let Lewis explain them for you. <laughs> and then it got right to the end of your show. You were about I heard to finish. That. I heard that. When you said that, I was like, you fucking can't. Yes. Now I have to do Yeah, it. well, you were the one who put wheat picks on there. I'm like, fuck <laughs> him. Right? So then he got to the end of the show. I knew you were trying not to reference them because you swatted them off the stool right at the start That's of your show. That's the first thing that I did was I walked out on stage and I smacked them off the stool <laughs> under the curtains. So right? they were just gone. And then someone right at the end when you were saying your thank yous just as you're about to leave the stage someone put up their hand and yelled out tell us about the wheat fix and i lost my shit because basically I was like, like end the show on a low note yeah i, I was like you <laughs> fucking asked for this <laughs> yeah i just got and then i tried but you just can't and like i was just cry- i was the only one in the audience laughing and i was up i was sitting at the top and like yeah. Like I wasn't in the audience. There was like a top bit of a theater. Yeah. And I was just up there crying with laughter, and you were just watching like watching me struggle. Yeah, watching you struggle to make this wheat bix thing funny, which wasn't funny. No, it Very wasn't. Good. It anyway, failed. so that explains why I said Bix Boys ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it has actually been ten minutes. So there you go, guys. Uh, shit meme for you. Oh, it's terrible. I regret it. Yeah. But um. <laughs> What'd you say? What have I been doing since you tour? Yeah. Trying to just get on top. Well, I went viral. That yeah, was the thing. You, you are now your own meme. I became a meme. That's what I've actually been doing. I've just been being a meme. Yeah. In the last week. I don't know. Like, you explain it. I don't want to explain it. Okay, so, um, basically, Luke put out a video. Um, what, what was your page at before you did the first one? The first, you don't know yeah. me. I reckon... I forget that was... I think I was at... Ten. Was yeah, that ten? Yeah. I think like ten or twelve, something like that. Ten or twelve thousand. I forget now. Yeah. So Luke was Luke was around ten, probably maximum fifteen thousand likes, and then he yeah. puts out <clears throat> this one video, which is 
I don't know if you heard the song called You Don't Own Me. Basically, it's a woman being like, don't tell me what to do, you don't own me. It's the song from Suicide Squad, if yeah. you might have seen it in the trailers Yeah, and stuff. the chorus is basically like, you don't, don't own me. Don't tell me what to do, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, Luke puts up a, a video of him ignoring signs. It did shit at first. It got 300 likes at first. Yeah. When the fir- I uploaded the first one, and I remember telling you the idea, and you thought it was really funny. I showed it to you. Remember, we filmed it up near your house, some of them. Yeah. And, um... And, and, like, we filmed just me ignoring a few signs, and you thought it was hilarious. It was just him doing the opposite of, like, regular Yeah, signs. and I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a stupid <coughs> video in between my actual content. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. It was just which like, is always the stuff that goes viral. Which I hate. You, the, I, I've, ne- I've only ever called it once where I'm like, that's going viral, and I was right, and it was the Pinger Pete video. Oh, and you called World Vegan Day. Oh yeah, you I knew that but, was gonna get big. But I'm very good at pissing people off. Yeah, <laughs> like that was less viral and more. I know how angry this is gonna make two yeah. million people. Um, I can kind of call them now only because I've, I've actually had a lot of ex- like I've had a lot of experience with going Facebook viral. Yeah, but never on YouTube. Like I'm just like Facebook guy. Like I don't know yeah. how to make shit go. You know how to make shit go big on YouTube? Yeah, I don't it's go that well on Reddit Facebook. related. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really go that well on Facebook. Like I've got I don't know. You're bigger than me on Facebook already. Yeah, which is which is crazy. But yeah, basically Luke put out this video ignoring uh, doing the opposite of signs. Went from fifteen thousand to like fifty. With the no, no, first no. Here's video. the thing. I didn't. The first video went shit at first. Stayed on three hundred likes, and then I thought it was so funny <laughs> that I did a part two because I was like, I think it could be better. And I did a part two. Then that one went nuts. Oh. And then the first one, it, everyone went back and realized there was another one. And then that got a couple of million views as well. All right. But the first one did shit at first. No one realized that the first one wasn't that funny. I think oh, it was funny, people... but some people didn't get around it. Yeah, I think sometimes when you when you you attract a certain type of audience and then you do something that's that's not really expected from you, yeah, that audience just doesn't like that kind of humor. So, it but there's get... other people out there who clearly did like it because then yeah. when that uh, the second one reached heaps of people, then I went from about ten to fifty thousand likes, yeah. and then uh, between fifty thousand and seventy thousand, I just did other videos that got me up to seventy. I think it was at seventy five thousand. Yeah, when I dropped part three, and, and then that went nuts. now uh, I've almost went up. 100,000 likes. Like, I'm on 165,000 now. Yeah, so yeah. Which is, what, which is 90, it, it, an insane great. amount of growth. Like, Luke is now basically the new big guy on Facebook. Really. It's pretty crazy. In Australia, anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't compete with Logan Paul. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But, um... No, but being the new Australian guy, like, like being the new guy is such an important period. Like, I was a new guy for a bit. Mm. Um, and then... But I, I wasted that because my pages got deleted because I was posting fuck shit. But, um, <laughs> like, if you can ride the new guy wave properly, like yeah. you have been doing, yeah. like, you can get huge. Like, Let's think, Fr- I- Frenchie did that perfectly. Oh, he got, he's on 1.4 now, and he deserves <coughs> yeah. every single one of those likes. Like, he hasn't stopped. He works so hard, man. Like, we, we I know, we did videos with him during the festival, and yeah. his hustle, just when you're filming the videos, he's, it's everything he's achieved is very well deserved. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think he's, he's like, the perfect example of, of being, like, he did one video that went nuts, and then he just rode that wave and kept dropping really good shit. Yeah. But here's the thing. I could keep doing... I know I could get up to... I could probably get up to a million likes just doing You Don't Own Me videos. But then I'd be You Don't Own Me guy. No, you can't And I that. don't want to be You Don't Own Me guy. Like everyone goes, are you going to do part four? And I'm like, no. Nah. 
No, yeah. Not doing another one. No, just you don't want to be a, you don't want to be the that guy. This is what I don't want to go at like The Office. All right, Steve yeah. Carell, like you talked about in your podcast. Didn't you? yeah, yeah, Steve Carell left at the right time, and yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna leave when the joke's at its best. Yeah, like The Office was at its peak, and Steve was like, "All right, I'm getting out yeah. before it dies." And then he went and did a fucking movie, so I'm gonna yeah. leave and go do something better. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like a tour. Yeah, and I'm better than ignoring signs. Like I know I, I see signs every day where I'm like, "Fuck, that'd be funny." I could do this and that'd be the funniest one yeah, I've done but you, yet. Yeah, you just don't want to put your, paint yourself into a corner. He's the only one <coughs> that I was annoyed I never did. I was always looking for graffiti that said no faggots or no fags or something yeah. like that. Something about hating gays. Yeah. And I was going to get you and we we're going to walk past both wearing identical speed dealers and give the camera the finger holding hands. Yeah. And it would have been hilarious, but I never found the graffiti. And also, I wasn't just going to graffiti no fags on a wall. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I told you you should have done it. You should have graffitied on the wall and then gone over it. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, like, people in the, like people already get mad at me in the comments for literally breaking silly rules. Like, yeah. And so I'm like, if I did that, I knew I would have copped. Which yeah. I don't mind. I'm cool with copying shit in the comments. I think it's great. I think the fact that something so stupid as ignoring a sign that says, like, what was one? No, uh, caution, keep off the water steps. Yeah. Some guy just went... It's there for a reason. I'm like, dude, it's a safety rule. And I made a choice to disobey it. Yeah. And if I get hurt, it's I've only got myself to blame. Yeah. Like, that's just... And it, well, you filmed it. It wasn't a dangerous thing. No, it wasn't. It, there was no stunt doubles. No. Luke does his own stunts because oh, man. he doesn't I'm like do Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm like Tom Cruise if Tom Cruise did fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I don't know. Those, also a Scientologist. People just get fucking angry at everything. Mm. It's nuts. Like that. Like that. Those videos really blew up. Like you, it got like eight million on your page alone. It's on almost on ten million now. <coughs> That's nuts. It's on nine point five, so it would probably get up, creep up to ten. But um, it got thirty million on Lab Bible. I worked it yeah. out. I think it got well over two hundred million worldwide on Facebook, and then I think Instagram probably got another fifty million. It's crazy yeah. how like. And I looked up the Super Bowl ratings yeah. of what they get over the Super Bowl and it's like 110 you outrated the Super Bowl in like memes. three days yeah that's yeah. hectic I doubled the Super Bowl ratings isn't that crazy on a shit meme Fair, granted the Super Bowl goes for two hours and mine went for 40 seconds imagine if you could have fucking put a colour switch out in there you could have just been millionaire oh <laughs> dude I got hit up did I tell you I got hit up by them Oh, yeah. They wanted me to do a color switch version. It was oh, like, you don't own me. yeah, it was like no Marvel, no Marvel. He goes, if you can re-edit a scene into it, we'll post it and pay you like it was a shit amount of money. And I was yeah. like, and no, actually, first they offered me exposure, and I, oh, I, I, oh. I literally said, I messaged them, get fucked, and then the guy was like. <laughs> The guy was like, oh, look, mate, there's no one to speak to me. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's, this is a professional conversation. I just dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> but no, he messaged me. If he I've a, corrupted you. You never would have done that. No, but if he had have emailed me, I would have just... Think, but he hit me up on my like Facebook or my Instagram. He hit me up on Instagram. I'm like, what an informal way of yeah, doing a business yeah. deal. So I just told him to get fucked. But only because I got so sick of... I'm, I'm now I've got hit up by so many different it things and companies so like just trying to license your video and trying to rip you off and stuff yeah. I just it's rude. I'm over getting fucked over so yeah. I'm really hard now yeah like, like you notice that this time I got credit for pretty much I think 95% of times it was posted yeah. but that was many hours of emailing companies and going give me credit like I'll report you it was yeah you have to do have that to, you have to threaten people and people yeah. don't realise that shit yeah so, yeah, so yeah, much like with lab <laughs> bible and stuff it happened to me, like the first thing that Lad Bible posted of mine was that group chat video, which is another example of what we were talking about before, where if you post something that your audience 
isn't normally used to that. It doesn't really go that well. That was a great example of that. Cause that was my, a great sketch, though. Yeah, because that, that sketch that I did was super relatable. It was very relatable Facebook humour. But my audience is, is not that. I've, I've not... I've not gathered my crowd from doing that stuff. I shared that on my page and almost did just as well yeah. on my page because that's what I post. But yeah. everyone was like, this is funny. All these yeah. girls are like, oh my God, this is our group. <laughs> yeah, like I, I posted on mine and got like 200,000, but then Ladbile posted on theirs and got 2 million. Yeah. And it's it's that's just because it was just, that's what that they've But yeah, again, you got fun. fucked over the first bit. I remember we were backstage for your show and they posted it. And I think it was lucky I was admin. I was friends with some of the admin of Lad Bible on Facebook. It was about ten minutes before I had to go on yeah. stage, and <clears throat> they they messaged me and they were like, "Hey, can we post this?" And I said, "Yes, but you must post it with credit. If you don't post it with credit, I'll report you and get the post taken down." And they're like, "Yep." Like I was super clear. Yeah. Like if you, you I was, be, I was Unilad even, did the same thing to me. Yeah, I, I even threatened them. Like you yeah. can't get any clearer than that. And then uh, they put it up 10 minutes before I'm about to go on stage. No, no credit. fucking credit. You know why? Because it's not the person who messaged you's fault. They sent it through to another yeah. person who actually uploads the shit. There's about 50 people who work at these companies and you've yeah. talked to one person. And it's it's all it is is a miscommunication. <coughs> but I got I managed to get mine within fi- fixed within six minutes of them uploading mine. Yeah. Because I threatened Took me them. ages. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also friends with you there. Anyway, but I feel like everyone always thinks, Oh my god, bro, I saw you on Lab Bible, you've made it. I'm like, No, I got exploited. Yeah. And then and you know what fucking pisses me off? My actual friends were sharing the Lad Bible version, not the one on my yeah, page. Fuck off. And they were like, Bro, well done, made it to Lab Bible and they thought that was cooler. Yeah, like, people yeah. actually think like you made it to Lad Bible. Like No, you know they, they need did? us. You know what they did? They hit right click, save video as and then they uploaded it. Like, I, you didn't make it anywhere. They no. stole your content, and the I way that it works... I lose so much shit from them. Like, I also get... People go, yeah, you gain followers from Lab Bible, but say if those views had been on mine, I would have gained way more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think ultimately they are beneficial. To, it's, it's better to have oh, it Oh, yeah, that's the, why I say tag. they can. Also, there's nowhere to fight it. Yeah, yeah, you can't stop it, so you might as well get credited. Get credited but yeah. I, I think... What I think is fucking hilarious is that you have to ask to be credited. Like, that should just... Like, if you're going to take my content, that should be standard practice that oh. you go buy you know Lewis what's Spears. really sad? I had, I, I had to make... I made a watermarked version of the You Don't Own Me video because I knew it was going to go nuts. I was like, this will probably go really viral again. It ended up going yeah. way bigger than the second one. It was... Yeah. Like, the it's second huge. one probably got about 100 million views worldwide. This one got double that. And so I made one with a watermark. Oh, with a watermark. <coughs> I think I sent it to you. And I was like, look, it just ruins the video. Yeah. Like, but it's so sad that I even have to put a watermark over my sh- own shit because I yeah. know people are just going to rack it. And then people are messaging me going, hey, man, um, I, I saw your video. It took me ages to find out who you were. You should have watermarked it. And I'm like... Yeah, but it ruined... I saw and it. I'm like, I no. saw the watermark version. And I was like, no, <laughs> they should have tagged me with credit. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to watermark shit. Yeah. They should just share my fucking video if they think it's funny. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's just hilarious that they've built up literally multi-million dollar companies off of, of other shit. people's work. Yeah, they're worth heaps. Anyway, so that's the thing. So, I, I, I became ooh, a meme. <laughs> I became a meme. That's all I've been up to. Well, that's that's great. And then, but yeah, like what I was saying is you don't you want to move on from that. Like you don't oh, just want to yeah. be the guy making videos. Well, like at the end of the day, I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I think that, that you and I have done that very well, where stand-up is a priority, and, and, and it always has been, pretty much always will be, really. Like, <clears throat> like videos videos are great fun, but there's nothing like getting on stage. Occasionally, we get announced onto stages. <coughs> Welcome to the stage. He's 
blown up on Facebook. He's YouTube gone sensation. viral. YouTube sensation. Please welcome stage, Luke Kidgel, Lewis Spears. Worst. And you're like, fuck off. You're sitting backstage going, shut Like, how can I top this? Yeah. Thing? And automatically, if I heard YouTube sensation, I'd cross my arms and be like, oh, really? If yeah. I was an audience member, I'd Especially be like... Especially older crowds. Yeah, because because they, they don't them. understand YouTube, so they assume that they won't like it. So they hear YouTube sensation. They're like, oh, it's going to be a young guy and who's it going to do internet stuff. Takes you a minute of good stand-up for them to be like, oh, he's just like the other acts. But yeah. you have to still win them over for a minute because you got some... Dude, messaging on as a fucking viral boy, meme lord. Welcome the meme lord to the stage. Yeah, that happened to me on Monday night. I'm going to yeah. tell him to stop. Because they didn't do it to you. They didn't do it to me. But he did it to me. Yeah. I'm you went on him. after me. Yeah. At the Comics Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell him not to do that anymore. Because, yeah, because it, it, it really, it makes people go, oh, yeah, let's see if he's good He then. did it to me the first time. Yeah. And he did to me last Tuesday. And then I, th- I think I said, don't do it, and he didn't do it to me. You need to tell him. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell him. I yeah. was like, dude, just announce me on. I just want to practice my material. What are you doing? You're yeah. making this harder than it has to be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> can we talk about this? Why does your bedroom look like a porn set, Lewis? Oh, because I only have one fucking space to do everything. i got one space to sleep, one space to write all my shit, and one space to film it. And one... F- Space to film all his porn as well. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, trying to do YouTube and porn out of the same bedroom. Well, that's why Luke is here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome Luke. to episode 27 and Luke and Lewis accidentally do romantic things. <laughs> they were filming Backdoor Sluts 9. <laughs> uh, you're the slut. Fuck off. Um, so, yeah, but your room, it's literally... You guys... You better be appreciative when he starts dropping all this new shit online because this is uncomfortable for me as well. Oh, yeah. And I you're living in it. Yeah, my my... My work has won. Like in my... Because I, I live at home, right? Like people are so surprised when I say that. I, I, I have not fucking made it, right? Yeah, I've both made it. mummies bo- yeah. mummy boys. <laughs> We're both living at home with our parents. And it's 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 very funny. People think likes equal dollars, but it's not. Yeah. Like I did a whole bit in my show this year about how I'm not as successful as people think that yeah. I am. I'm in my bedroom, right? Facebook likes equals quality time with your mum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm in my bedroom, and uh, for a while, it was more of a living space than a working space, but gradually, the work has been taking up more space, and, and now with all of the new equipment that I've bought for the new series that I'm starting, it's a workspace with a bed in it. Yeah, and a desk. Oh, but that's still workspace. So yeah, yeah you're just sleeping around your cameras. There's lights yeah. in here. It's like on an episode of Casting Couch, but there's no couch. I know. But, you know, you've still got someone willing to be fucked, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I kind of do fuck people with little reviews. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's, um... I don't know, like, I was... Like, I was... Backdoor Sluts 9 featuring Ed from the So Fluent. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotten to the point where, um... I've decided that I need a warehouse. Like, that's my ultimate goal, like a production warehouse It's all we space. talk about. Like, other people will fantasize about, like... Moving out. Moving out. And, like, thinking, <laughs> oh, we're just, like... Like, like other people will fantasize about girls. Like, oh, man, that was this hottest chick. And you're like, oh, Luke, I walked past this really cheap warehouse the other day. 100 uh, meters squared. Yeah, 100 meters squared. I looked at her, and she was just fucking begging to be... Begging to be moved into... 20,000 per annum. Oh. Right? And, uh, we're gonna we're gonna film in her so hard. <laughs> oh yeah, we can have one film space in the corner, another one in the other one. We have an editing bay in the middle. Oh. 
Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what we fantasize over somewhere other than next to our beds to film our shit. You know what's hilarious? I like we found out today that this morning we did the exact same thing, which was look at the prices of warehouses and then figure out how much money. We didn't coordinate this. I was like, got to his house and I was like, oi man. I was looking at warehouse today and he goes, me too. And we're like, oh my God, we need to fucking move out. I know. Yeah, but I, I don't so know. So please come to our shows to stop this sadness. Well, I reckon next year, depending on how well my tour goes and how yours goes, yeah. I reckon we could do it next year. Yeah, and the content will only go, like that's what I've been saying on my podcast, like I, I could finally just afford to buy, I bought the same camera as Lewis, which is mm. fuck, you bought a fucking good one and I'm nowhere near on the same level of touring that you're doing. Yeah. And I literally scraped together every single dollar I made, yeah. like even on merch and on posters, like all the coins and like just to fucking buy Throw this. It back in the hole. Yeah, and just bought this bullshit, fuck off, expensive camera. Yeah. And, and it's only possible because the people come to the shows. Yeah. Otherwise, like people have been commenting on my videos, like they absolutely loved my videos, but they're like, dude, I love your shit, but honestly, what potato do you film this on? <laughs> all of those you don't own me, it's hilarious. People they're think. People always ask me, oh, what gear do you film with and what do you do? And it doesn't fucking matter. I filmed those on an iPod Touch, a fifth generation iPod. Not an iPhone. iPod. Have you ever... I haven't heard that word since since 2011. Dude, I didn't even know that iPods had cameras in them. I only use it because I don't have enough storage on my shitty phone. (laughs) So I use it... All I do with my iPod is listen to podcasts and film memes. So if you ever think that you can't do something online Pick or you up a can't camera record a song, and film it. Yeah, just like, do you it. Don't need it. Oh, I need a camera. A fucking two hundred million views. Just iPod generation five. Five touch. Yeah, <laughs> and like, do and people think like oh like yeah, people I think use I don't have the right equipment as an excuse. Yeah. Write a funny video, film it, then get equipment once you've yeah written yeah. a few funny videos. <clears throat> Yeah, like, that's only, what I did. only now I feel like I have an actual professional setup. Today was the first time I've been using the camera that I used for my year 11 and 12 media films. And that's yeah. what I've been using to film my videos yeah. for the last two years. And today was the first time I've used something with a proper lens. And I called Lewis and I'm like, it's not focusing on my face. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know how to focus. <laughs> it's difficult. And I'm like, it's got more buttons on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's basically you pay it, fucking two grand more and you get buttons that yeah. you don't know how to operate. But um, you know, but, but that's cool, and it's only because people come to the shows, which is very cool. Oh yeah. So and and speaking of Luke's going on, you're going on tour. Two weeks. Two, this oh, Friday. Two weeks. Well, I'll be in Sydney in two weeks. We're going up on Wednesday, but the show's on Friday. That's so sick. I'll be in Sydney in two weeks. And what, uh, what's the? Do you know the date? June second in Ooh, Sydney. You're good at that. I never know my June third. Only because that's like all I think about. Again, this has been like two years in the making. Yeah, I know the date. Like I don't know the date to anything. You could be like, when's my mum's birthday? I couldn't Come tell on, you. Come on, mate. Uh, my first tour, I was thinking about it for my whole life. Had no idea when it was. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, so what? What are the other? What are the other dates? Uh, it was June second. Then the next night, that's Friday night. Then the next night, we go to Brisbane. Doing Ooh, the show Brizzy. there. Brisbane's going to be good. I feel like Brisbane's Brisbane's always good for you, isn't it? You like Brisbane, Brisbane. is is fucking crazy. Every time I do Brisbane, it's like a rock concert. I don't know why the people there like like it so much because <coughs> well, I don't. I, that's the thing. I, that's, I don't know anybody else who's done a show in Brisbane, so I don't know if that's maybe it's just your fans. my audience in Brisbane or everyone in I Brisbane. I hope it's mine too. And then the next weekend is Perth on the 11th of June, and then Adelaide on the 13th. That's sick. 
Um, that's that's crazy for you. I mean, I did it as well, but to do a national tour in your first year of stand up is it's it doesn't of. make sense. No. And and you know what? I've seen the show and it's very very good. Like it's Thank not. You. It doesn't feel like a first year. I'm actually like when I, you know, by the end of Melbourne, I was like really kind of proud of it. Like I was, I was very happy with it. Yeah. It's not like, you know, <clears throat> I, like I've just, and it's, it's, I'm, so, I'm kind of freaking out about next year because this one's so, I'm really happy with it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I got to write a better show next year, which yeah. I will because I'm a better comedian. But yeah, like, you will. Yeah. I had the same thing. I think, I think, um, I remember Khaled who's done it even longer than I have. He's telling me the same thing where. Every comedian freaks out about their second show. Everyone calls it second show syndrome. What a yeah. nerdy comedy thing. But to I say. think that I think that a lot of the time the reason why the second show is not as good as the first is because you're worried about it not being as good. Yeah, as the if first. I just I'm what I'm gonna do is just literally the day I get back from Adelaide is try and never say one of those jokes again. Obviously, I will. I'll do them at just to open sets with, so it yeah. starts off well, <clears throat> and then I'll just pretty much write new stuff. I'm probably gonna take a few weeks off doing gigs. To get my head, because oh, I need to like, clear break. my headspace from the old shit, yeah. so I can even because be, right now you've started working on new stuff, like yeah. you've like oh I'm thinking about talking about this and stuff next year. That's and only because I, I had that break, and break. I can't even think about that right now because I've yeah. still got my show yeah. to do. So I'm like, no, but I don't want to be thinking about that shit. I just want to think about the show now. Yeah, yeah. No, you do. I think after a tour or after you've done anything super intensive, you need to force yourself to have a break, and it's yeah. the worst thing. I hate. I'm going to Fiji for break. a week. So oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's what I did my first year. I went yeah. to Thailand for a week and I didn't want to go. Jazz forced me. She's like, we're going to yeah. Thailand. You need a break. I, I rate sitting on a beach though. Like I just rate doing fuck yeah. all on the beach. You don't rate a beach, do you? I hate beaches, man. I don't get it. I don't understand the fucking beach. Like it looks nice. I've heard your thoughts about this because I've listened to the podcast. I, you talked about the podcast, didn't you? Yeah, Is I did. Heard it? I yelled about I've, it You know what's weird with our friendship? I, because I listen to your podcast like in the car yeah. and shit. So I'll be like, oh, just, I don't know, why not? Because I just, I, I already listened to your podcast, I think, before I even knew. So I just kept yeah. listening to it when I got to know you. <clears throat> and I just listened to it now out of habit. And I listen to it now in, with a different perspective because I know you personally. Yeah. And I forget whether or not you tell me things or whether or not I heard it in the podcast. <laughs> so I'll be like, wait, I know Lewis hates beaches. Did he talk about that in the podcast or, have, or did we talk about that one day? Nah, yeah. we just talk about wheat bigs. I probably heard it in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If there it's, was wheat bigs involved, it, it was sucks, real life. It sucks, man. <laughs> like, are, like, like, it's so shit. But yeah, I do know you hate beaches. Yeah. Beaches are sick. Why well, just don't... You know what? I just don't... Why the fuck do you want to sit in the dirt? <laughs> it's not dirt. It's the dirt. No, sand is the worst part about a beach. I can say that. Sand sucks. No, it's dirt. Alright? It's fucking dirt that's a different colour. So it's, mm. it's sand. It's, it's the dirt. It's fun, fun dirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's still dirt, right? I, yeah. I, I want to get everyone to get over this fucking sand bullshit. I, it's fucking beach dirt. Alright. So it's a, you're making dirt castles. Exactly. You're making dirt castles. You're fucking... It's just... I don't know. I just don't get around it. And you know, you get in the you get in the beach and then you swim... And then you're, sur- you know what I don't get? I don't like being surrounded by people. I love the beach at night when there's no one there and it's really nice and peaceful. But the moment where to the left of me, I've got some fucking obese cunt with his three daughters that he didn't teach to swim properly. And then to the right of me, I got some fucking young couple pretending like they're enjoying each other's company. Either side of me and I got to remain a respectful distance and then... I also need to watch where my eyes are going because I don't want to get king hit in the sea. <laughs> Why are you so constantly on edge about a king hit? Because, mate, it's going to happen. 
Why? Because I don't know. You're like, I, I'm a target. I feel like I don't know. No, no one can breach my head. No, you just gonna say I'm. Maybe way more I should just stop him. looking at people's girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wouldn't have any trouble. That's true. But um, yeah, I would if you're if you're on the fence about seeing Luke or if you never heard of him before, I'd really recommend going and seeing his Take show. Take a chance on me, eh? <laughs> no, I, I think that's a great thing to do with with um. With, with any kind of act is just to, yeah. to if well, you've never heard of them you know what was them. cool about like I've already done Newcastle and 12 shows in Melbourne and yeah. um, pretty like every single person who came mm. went like wow I thought like I didn't realise what I didn't know what it was going to be but they were all like that was better than I thought yeah. which I don't know if people are going in with incredibly low expectations mm. but I still, people really enjoyed the show which was the most relieving thing for me because I'd spent two years on it and I was yeah. like I know it's good I think it's good but I hope everyone else thinks it's yeah, good. Yeah. And then I did it, and everyone was like, that was fucking great. I was like, whew. Didn't yeah. waste two I think years it's of my because, life. I think it's because because we've come up on the internet. A lot of people are seeing comedy for the first time. Like It's not just you for the I first time. I had a time. few people it's come and saying this is the first show I'd ever seen. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. And, I yeah. was, and, and it's cool. Like You had a couple of people going, uh, I'm thinking of trying comedy because I really like your stuff. and. Yeah, you've had awesome. that, and we yeah. both had that at your shows. And yeah, yeah. Like we, what did we, we signed some kid's comedy, his joke book. Yeah. Which is cool. Because I have my first joke book signed by Dave fucking Hughes. Yeah. And I thought, and when I when he signed that, I thought this, that was the coolest shit. Yeah. I thought it would be imbued with the comedic power. Yeah. And if you go through it, it fucking wasn't. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I thought that was very cool. And, and my, my favorite type of feedback is the parents who didn't want to come. But then they, when they go, oh, it was really good. If the if the dad, my par- been parents really along, like my shit. Yeah, like it's weird. Like a thing, I don't know. Like cause my shit is just like oh, we perform at comedy nights everywhere. Yeah, and I like you know the comics that stuff is typically thirty year olds to yeah. forty year olds, yeah. and I crush that. Yeah, but yet young people also love it. I think just like when you're doing comedy that kind of is universally, you know, funny, it's just that, yeah, I've, I think I my comedy's quite broad and universal that if you're worried about your parents fucking hating it, they won't. Nah. Like, nah. they actually will, because you know what, your parents will go into it thinking, oh, I've taken my kid's son, shit comedian, and yeah, then I they'll think they'll be pleasant. I've had yeah. dads come up to me going, look, I'll be honest, I thought this was going to be shit. And yeah. you were great. And I was actually, he goes, you know what? We'll be back next year. I'll see you next year, mate. Yeah, yeah. And he loved it just as much as the kid. And I was like, that's fucking cooler than the kid liking it. Oh, it 100% is because the kid's biased. Because I already, I already, I've already, been making you laugh for six yeah, months. Yeah, the, the dad had never seen a video show. before. He's the like, dad I heard comes... you make videos and I, I didn't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that is the most honest one. My friend, now it's my third year. I get dads coming back. Yeah, and, and they're and they're like, mate, we saw you last year. This is even better. Good on you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and then the son's like, yeah, we fucking love you, mate. <laughs> That's great. That's really cool. But um, yeah, so we're about to embark on the national tour, and then when I get back, just focus on online stuff for a bit and start writing the new show. I kind of want to go off the grid, stand up wise, for a bit, and then just really be on the like you for you guys that you that won't affect anyone else, only the people I see regularly. But yeah, then I'll just I just want to really get up to like 300 400k on facebook and well that's my goal for youtube in the audience. next by the yeah. end of the year i want to get to 300 on youtube but um <clears throat> look man i don't know if you're going to make it to your tour me yeah why well we got to do miscellaneous bit at the end <sighs> so look buy tickets at don't okay don't buy tickets to my show now because there mightn't be a show but if you've already yeah. got tickets fucking bad luck um yeah. but buy them at the end of the podcast we'll see if we if make we it. make it if, if we make you it. make it Really? True. It's 
two two parties here have to push through what is you describe it. I mean, I listen to it every fucking week. You do it. What's worse? Uh, doing it or being like I've on the receiving end. I wish I could say that I've become numb to it. I think being on the receiving end's way shit up. <laughs> you reckon? I think all your people go through fucking hell every week and you don't appreciate them enough for sitting through this segment. Well, I watched this documentary the other day of, um, <clears throat> it was this guy, right? And he just, one day he randomly went into a coma. No, the doctors still don't know why. He was in a coma for over a year and all the doctors thought his, he couldn't move his body. He couldn't move anything. All the doctors thought he was brain dead, but they kept him alive be- to see if he would ever wake up. And they all thought he was brain dead, but he couldn't move anything, but he was completely aware of his surroundings and he could hear everything. And it, and it got like a year down the track. And he got like molested by a nurse while he couldn't move. It happened to him a couple of times while he was in the hospital. This is a true story. Yeah. And, um, and, and it, even, it even got to the point where his mother was telling him, I wish you would just die because this is ruining my life. It's real. You can look it up. He's written a whole book about Yeah, and then what she coma. did, the mother actually came <coughs> in and yeah. um, she put two, like your headphones on his head, yeah. and um, she just she, she skipped it to forty minutes and forty five seconds into this episode of this yeah. podcast. You're currently listening, that you're currently and listening he just to. Shot up, ripped the headphones off, and tried to jump out the window, but, and he died, and yeah. her life was saved. So you know what? It's killing people, but we're saving lives. So <laughs> we're doing fucking God's work right now. So. Alright, so Miscellaneous Bit of the End is where we answer life advice questions because uh, I am I get sick of talking about me and I like, you know what? I, lo- I like reading the questions because I like hearing other people's lives fall apart and oh. then giving, it's it's great. It's giving, like neighbours every week, but it's fucking real. <laughs> giving other, like I love hearing about other people's misery because it makes me feel better about myself. Isn't it? Because I'm like, oh, I had a bit of a shit week this week and then I like bitch about, you know, my fucking week. And then I listen to your podcast and I'm like, oh, I had fuck. a good one. I had a pretty good one compared to whoever <laughs> old man who fucked his mum's friend or whatever that was. Alright, so I've got two two uh, I've got two shit weeks here. Um, so the first one uh, was in was entitled The Snapchat Mistake. Which which I already knew before reading it. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, good. and they, and you know the person's gonna be aged between thirteen and fourteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, hey cunt. My name's Aiden, and I'm in urgent need of help. Uh, he sent this email three weeks ago, so he could be dead. Uh, <laughs> so, a while ago, I got myself into a bit of a pickle, and recently, shit has been getting strange. So, I took up a vet course, acting, at my school at the start of the last year. I don't get starting up a course for acting. Why don't you act like you just have a degree already? And why don't you act like you're not wasting three fucking years of your life? Oh, that's true. That's a good fucking exercise you could do. That would be hard, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the ultimate test at the end. Yeah. Um, I was the... You uh, have to pull a straight face at graduation. Dude, imagine, like, being at graduation and, like, imagine you're not the student, right? Because the student's probably pretty proud of himself. But put yourself in the shoes of the professor, right? Who's got this scroll and written on it is, like... You've successfully completed a bachelor's degree in acting. Imagine rolling that up and giving it to a student and shaking his hand and not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And like, like you haven't even 
Like with that, like they don't even teach you how to check into a homeless shelter, no. which is the only thing you're gonna need after you get <laughs> that fucking degree. Like they don't even teach you the skills you need after that degree. They don't even teach you how to flip a fucking burger. I know it's like, fucking it's acts bullshit. a genuine waste of time. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I failed high school. Yeah, and you still constantly throw shade at people doing shitty degrees. You know what? I dropped out of TAFE. So <laughs> <laughs> these are two the two most underqualified people throwing shade at some dude trying to trying to fucking achieve his fucking dreams. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but that that's not the problem. All right, that's not the, well. That's not the problem that he's emailing about. That's clearly a huge problem. Oh, this isn't the problem. No, he just doesn't know. <laughs> He doesn't know this is a problem. Like he actually, he's got what? Like whatever the problem is, dude. This, that's this, this. is your biggest problem. Where do you go from bachelor's degree of acting? Like, do you get do you get fucking work experience at Neighbours, and then you move up into Home and Away, and then yeah. you get to be on The Voice, and then after you go on The Voice, you yeah, end it's up. It's funny. In we were just looking at Reese Maston's uh, Instagram oh, account. Imagine being Reese Maston. We we're looking at how shit his like ratio is. Okay, if you don't know who Reese Maston is, basically he was just an Australian kid who came up on those talent shows. He was like on, American he was an Idol. X Factor guy. He was X Factor. He was just a singer. He's a good looking kid, and uh, they decided to get one album. One album's worth of money out of it. And he, the one song he released was a dead ripoff of a Pink song. Legit, really? like oh, it was the same, and and he got caught out on it as well. So the one song he did. Was just uh, whatever I think Pete kind of that song at the time was like rock and roll. No. I don't know, whatever. It Point was... is, he sucks. Anyway, okay, wait, can I? This is pretty of a bit of a fresh meme. Okay, yeah. the reason why we're talking about this is because get this. This is how fucking low Reese Maston is oh, on the yes. celebrity scale. After one of my Melbourne shows, uh, we just I... left miscellaneous bit at the end. Briefly, yeah, sorry. Guys. So loosen, <laughs> loosen the news. loosen. The... <laughs> I was about to say untie it. But yeah, loosen it. Don't untie it yet. Just yeah. loosen. You want to um, have it at the ready. We'll jump back in and yeah. you can jump off that chair you're standing on right now. <laughs> just sit tight on the chair. Stand, stand tight. All yeah. right. Um, so after one of my Melbourne shows, this girl came with her auntie, right? And they were from or Geelong or no Bendigo or some. Ah, uh, that's why. I don't know some place. Yeah, they were from. from Bendigo. Uh, maybe it was from Werribee. Werribee. That oh, makes okay. more sense. This, yeah, yeah it was makes Werribee. Much more sense. Right. So she came with her auntie, and her auntie had never seen a comedy show before. And people listening to my podcast would know about. Uh, I've already forgot her fucking name. Anyway, how old was she? About fifty, yeah. and she had never seen a comedy show, and they she loved 50 it. Fifty has never seen a comedy she show. She loved it so much the first night that they both came back the night after and bought the last two tickets. It was about to sell out. How much of a drive is that for them? It's about an hour and ten minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, each way. So oh, an wow. hour and ten minutes there. Yeah, and that's then fucked. They came back two nights in a row because they both loved the show that much, right? That's not what I'm selling you. The second night, this is how much they loved it. She was showing me her leg after the show with tattoo signatures. She she had a bunch of signatures tattooed on her calf. Wow. And these were the signatures that she had. She had Conrad Sewell. Who the and fuck is that? Like, he's a singer. Just, he's like a pop star. Literally not too far above Reese Maston. Yeah. But he, nah, you'd know his song. If you heard it, probably. Anyway, like one hit wonder guy. Sing on the song. I don't know it. <laughs> thing, I don't know. I, I remember he was on Hamish Danny once. Anyway. Okay. Um, so it was Conrad Sewell, and then she had Reese Maston, and then she said, Hey, Luke, I want you to sign below Reese Maston. Wow. Um, and I'll get it tattooed. I would have crossed right? him out and then be like, Get that tattooed. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I didn't really want to do it because I was like, Fuck, this is going to be in her leg forever. That's crazy. But then I was like, Wait. This, if if I sign her leg, this is still not the biggest mistake she's ever made. 
because my podcast, like, sorry, my signature is worth way more than Reese Masters. Oh, yeah, dude, that tattoo would last longer than his career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I, I wasn't going to do it, and I was like, fuck it. So I did it, I signed it. I still haven't found out yet if she's got it tattooed. I think, like, it'll be, I probably should message the girl. I don't know how to contact the girl. Anyway. I'm still trying to find out. But that'd be a weird as fuck message, mate. Hey, did your auntie get my signature tattooed? I want to know because it's just Don't like pressure into doing it. <laughs> be pretty funny. <laughs> she's probably she's from Werribee. She probably still hasn't washed her leg, so it'll still be <laughs> she's there. Probably still on a fucking bender since like the, <laughs> the euphoria after show. Anyway, but that's how low Reese Maston is. Yeah. That I was like, she this one random lady from Werribee has his signature on his leg and mine. He's at, he's at internet comedian level fame. Yeah, that's pathetic. <laughs> it's like Zed grade celebrity. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. All right, tighten all right. the noose. Let's get back into it. Okay, so let's get back to this email, all right? Sorry, so we got this um, uh, acting student. <clears throat> that's what we have. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. I, I took up uh, an acting course at my school at the start of last year. I was the only one from my school there, and I knew absolutely no one. Being the sad, lonely cunt I am, I grew a hatred for the kids that knew each other and had fun. Oh, this is going to be a school shooter one, I know it. Um, <clears throat> after, being, after a few weeks of being a sad cunt, I brought my Game Boy into a class and whipped it out during a break. <laughs> At least it wasn't a gun. Uh, <laughs> um, to my surprise, one of the girls, uh, called Zoe, in my class came up to me and struck up a conversation. We pretty much hit it off. She laughed at all of my shit jokes about killing myself. Okay, so no mates, jokes about suicide. True Lewis Spears fan. And um, whips out his Game Boy. <laughs> in class. <laughs> Sounds like me. It's like, fuck it, I'll catch them all, including Zoe. <laughs> I caught a level 41 girl. <laughs> on Victory Road. Um, so naturally I grew a liking to her after a few weeks of messaging and being glued to each other during class and making fun of all the other tosses in our class I decided to add her on Snapchat so here comes the mistake that he's emailing about if you haven't already guessed that was my downfall about that, sa about that same time I was constantly getting nudes and sending dick pics to this one slut I had no interest in just gave me a good wank bang that's confusing, because he sounded like a true Lewis Spears fan, but this guy's obviously getting laid. Well, so. he's confident, which yeah. is... Uh, <laughs> he's, no, it, no the, the thing that gave him away, not being a true Lewis Spears fan, was that he hit it off with a girl. That's uh, true, yeah. that's true. Not that a girl approached him. Him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't, like, watching her from a bush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, Okay, so I was constantly getting nudes and sending dick pics to this one slut that I had no interest in, but it gave me a good wank bang. So this nudie chick and I were deep in a session. I took a dick pic and put the caption, you make me so hard. I know, right? Fucking miserable. Me being the thick cunt I am, accident accidentally sent that snap to Zoe. Oh, you fucked up. Because that's not even... You can't even prove that that was... Like, if you said, you make me so hard, Sarah, and then it went to Zoe, you can be like, that was a mistake. But if it's just you make me hard... But even still, Zoe's going to be like, why the fuck are you sending dick pics to Sarah? It, yeah. Either way, that's not a good situation that's to true. be in. That's true. You've just fucked up. But yeah, but it's, it is worse that she thinks it was intended for her. Yeah. And... and, and like, and literally, <laughs> this is your relationship with Zoe. Hi, you play Game Boy, I play Game Boy. 
10 minute chat about Pokemon, you make me so hard dick pic. Like, yeah. that's your entire relationship with yeah. this girl. That's like, that escalated quickly. And you know what? She has every right to not believe you when you said that wasn't meant for yeah. you. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't have <laughs> any like, I don't recognize that Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, write Sarah on your dick. So, regardless of the caption, yeah. it'll go to the right chick. That's what I do when I send my dick pics. You write Sarah yeah, on it you, and then you send would, it to your girlfriend, you would, Emily. Yeah, you address them. Yeah. <laughs> you address them. It's like writing a letter. Well, that's the only reason the stamp industry is still alive. Yeah, well. I'm keeping Australia Post alive. Oh, yeah. I need to get a... Fu- I get mine courier <laughs> in like a reinforced box. <laughs> All right, so he sent a dick pic to the wrong girl. And then he goes... I, he, this is actually pretty smart. I instantly got on Facebook and I told Zoe not to open the snap yet. And to wait for class for me to explain. Of course... Oh, that's a good one. Open it at a fucking school. <laughs> just tell her to delete it. You can't delete a snap. You can. You can delete all conversations. Ah. But, of course you're going to open it. If anyone told me don't open it, I would 100% open it. I'd try and reverse psychology and be like, open it. And then be like, I don't want to. And be like, alright, do it. Nah, then they would anyway. You just have... You would just have... There's no way you, you have to grab that. You have to grab their phone and open it. With, yeah, and then... which you can't do unless you're in the same place. Yeah. which I'm assuming that you weren't. <laughs> no, because you were sending dick pics to another girl. That'd be imagine if you're on a date with Zoe sending dick. Just one second, Zoe. <laughs> um, all right, so I instantly got on Facebook, told them to open it, blah blah. Of course, to my stupidity, I gave a girl a reason to be extremely curious. So of course, she opens the snap, and to my dismay pretty much straight away blocks me on everything. So that's a smart girl. Um, Soon after, this goes around our class and I have to tell my friends at school how badly I fucked it. After pretty much six months of no communication and awkward looks in class, I I get a friend request on Facebook. It's Hannah. Hang on. Oh, he fucked up. Hannah's probably her real name. So he's been writing Zoe the whole time and he just wrote Hannah. So that's probably her real name. <laughs> and you know what? That's your fault. And not I'm not Lewis's. editing it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Zoe right. was Hannah the whole time. All right. So, guys, uh, if anyone was confused, if anyone's listening to this... That was they... some M. Night Shyamalan twist shit. That, that was, was good. Twist. <laughs> if anyone's listening to this and uh, they know a guy who plays Pokemon with Hannah, he <laughs> sent her a picture of his cop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now, see, that's his... This That was... See how he's talking... In the email subject, it said the Snapchat mistake. It was actually the email mistake because he just gave himself away. Uh, either this guy's a genius or a dumb fuck. I, I'm thinking dumb fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, I get a friend request. It's Hannah. I add her and I message her on Facebook to, trying to patch up everything. And right now, it's almost gotten back to normal before the dick pic shit. So I guess what my question to you is, how can I or is it possible for me to even ask her out... <laughs> After she's blocked you. (laughs) I really like her, but obviously things could be very opposite on on her end. Any help is appreciated. No need to tell me how retarded I am. Well, we've already done that. Fucking Sherlock Holmes over here. I think things might be weird now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No need to tell me how retarded I am. I already know. By the way, we have the kind of friendship where we just talk shit to each other. And and send each other dick pics. (laughs) Unsolicited. P.S. I love the Melbourne show. I was the cunt whose name you thought was Zayden when I clearly said Aiden like three times. I don't remember that happening. I, I don't think I must have watched that one. 
No, you were never around during the meet and greets. You were doing your show. Oh, I think Melbourne. that on stage. Oh yeah, I left to do my show. Anyway. So, well, here's the thing. What was his question was sort of ask her out. If you want a one word answer, no. Yeah, well, the, here's the thing. If you do ask her out, no matter how well you do it, she will be like, oh, okay, well, then that dick pic was definitely for me then. Have you, Wait, did he say that he'd explained to her the situation? He hasn't explained uh, to her that it still wasn't meant for her. So she still thinks, old mate Zoe Hannah still thinks, uh, nah. Well, he says, he says he's been... I added her on Facebook and tried to patch up everything, and right now it's almost back to normal. So oh, I guess so he, he must has have, yeah. explained it. But I still think if you ask her out now, she's going to be like, oh, well, all of that was lies then. And you can't even <clears> be like, oh, sorry, that was intended to another girl I was hitting on, because that's not going to go down well either. Yeah. You just fucked it, man. I think you've just, you've just fucked it, bro. The, I think the only thing you can... I mean... If you if you want to preserve this friendship, you're just gonna to have to let it go and let it be a friendship. Uh, otherwise, you're gonna to have to. You can give it a go, but there's extremely high chance that you're not gonna catch this Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like even if you use like an Ultra Ball or like you're gonna to have to like drop your Master Ball on yeah. Zoe, and I don't think that's gonna be worth it. Save it for Mewtwo, all yeah. right? Save it for a legendary. Absolutely. I don't think she's got a legendary puss. So, <laughs> <laughs> so save it for something better, yeah. I reckon. Because in no no at no point during this email did he say Hannah has a legendary. She doesn't puss. sound she sounds like something you can pick up just outside Pallet Town, man. She's like a Pidgey. Yeah, go for fucking tr- aim harder. Like at yeah. least you want a Moltres. If anything, she sounds a bit basic. She sounds like a fucking starter Pokemon. Like Oh yeah. You're probably young, alright? There's better things out there. You'll think Charizard's the best. Yeah. Nah, it's not the best. Nah. Wait till you get to the fucking birds, man. Articuno. Yeah. That's some Zapdos. Zapdos. Fucking just, be- just because a Weedle has good banter yeah. doesn't mean you should yeah. send her a dick pic and, and ask her out. Yeah, fuck, man. I reckon just be mates on this one. <clears throat> but if yeah. you give it a go, fucking let me know, mate. And mm. uh, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you could... F- nah, okay, I can't be bothered to do Pokemon Jokes anymore. Let's move on. I think, <laughs> I think, we, I think we outdid it. We truly exhausted them. Alright, so uh, we're going a bit over time, but this question is so... This next one is yeah, so good. Do this one. But we have to do it. This is the only reason why I'm, I'm choosing this question, because I'm with you. <laughs> I know we're going to nail this one. Yeah, And I've got expertise in the guy's area. Alright. Nah, that's so, just a shit joke when you hear it. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so the, the <clears throat> I've got an email here from... Does this chick want to be anonymous? Uh, Don't do another Hannah Nah nah Well she hasn't revealed herself So I'm going to assume She wants to be a non I'm going to call her Sarah Get Um, a new name I agree with Jazz Sick of Sarah Nah fuck off I like Sarah Every every girl is called Sarah Every guy is called Sam It's all good (laughs) Alright This one's from Sarah And the subject line is Finally settled into a non-traditional relationship But the guy can't get me off That's why Luke was talking about How he has experience Yes Hilarious now that you Two minutes later on that one. Anyway, um, wait, what did she mean by non-traditional? Well, you'll see. Okay. Right. G'day, cunt. If I'm an American, can I still say that? You know what? I think cunt, out of an American-sounding voice, even I'm like, whoa, don't say that. Yeah. Cunt. Like, doesn't that sound yuck? Yeah. Fuck you, cunt. It sounds like malicious. Yeah, Like, cunt. aggressive. But where the we say, like, oh, you can't. Like, it's just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, I remember the, the first time, I, I was always like, I don't understand why people don't like cunt. Our one could be like a cereal. Like, yeah. oh, I have had your cunt today. 
<laughs> Work up. How many cunts do you do? The cunt boys. Let <laughs> me the cunt crew. Oh man. Let's not do shit memes on the podcast. Nah. All right. Um. So no, you can't say that if you're American. <clears throat> okay. Um. Blah blah blah. To set some precedent, I'm a 19 year old girl. And a few months ago, I moved across the country to live with a 28-year-old man who I met on the internet and kind of barely knew. So there's the non-traditional part. 19-year-old girl moved in with a 28-year-old dude I met on the internet. That's ballsy. That's like some proper shit you see on like NCIS and it usually ends in a body bag. So No, not even NCIS. That's the stuff that ends in like real crime investigations. Oh, you yeah. know where they have the mother crying describing the last time she talked to her daughter? <laughs> That's the kind of shit that yep. you've just done. But yeah. sounds like it's well, it's, it's no, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you got successfully catfished <clears throat> and you're into it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a really good story. It's like a catfishing with a happy ending. Because <laughs> it's not even like we started dating online, like a long distance thing. It's like I moved in cross country with a 28-year-old man I met on the internet and didn't know. Jesus Christ. So that's like fucking level 10 daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, so... I had been listening to your podcast and figured being brutally murdered after moving in with a possible serial killer would be an appropriate alternative to listening to the miscellaneous bit of the end. At least she knows it. <laughs> well, now I feel a little bit less worse for the daddy issues joke because she got me back. Yep. Um, well, it turns out he was not a serial killer and we've actually been dating for quite a while now. See what I mean by non-traditional? Yes. <clears throat> All right. My family hates it. And I've sacrificed a lot to make this move and this relationship work. I'm happy with it all, save for one thing. You ready? Yeah. He has a dick the size of a goddamn Q-tip. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and can't last for more than five minutes in bed. Oh, man. Wait, by that, I mean he doesn't even come. He's just, right? So fat that he collapses and falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Could you imagine being this guy and going through her emails and reading that run-on sentence of tiny dick, can't last, not because of premature ejaculation, just because he's a fat cunt. Oh, my God. And then to, like, a random Australian podcast. Yeah. Like, that you've never heard of. That not even a famous comedian. Thousands of people will now hear that run out of sentences. There's about ten thousand people pissing their pants, listening, <laughs> like, the, the, and they know about his shit dick, his Q-tip yeah. cock. <laughs> <laughs> Q-tip cock. Oh, his little fat weenie. And you'd think that, like, oh, I don't know. Man. You'd think a big boy would be packing a big load, but I feel like that's often not the case. Well, maybe it's only small because it's like surrounded by fat. Is it one of those? I've seen, like, I've heard of ones, but I haven't seen. I mean, like, I have, I've heard of some of those ones where, like, they have to lift up. Like, I've heard comedians talk about it, like, where they have to, like, older, like, big, fat, like, married comedians, they talk about, like, having to How lift up. How they can't up. see their dick. Yeah, they yeah. can't see their dick. So when they're fucking a chick from behind, their gut is resting on top of their asshole, but they can just feel it going in. Yuck. <laughs> like, imagine, like, not being. <laughs> oh, <All right>. man. <clears throat> 
He sounds like his dick's so small he wouldn't be able to see it anyway. So that's probably why he got fat to make himself feel That's bad. true. Make himself feel bad. He doesn't have to look at it. Yeah. Do you know what I saw that really... I remember I was... um, It was at one of Curse's show. We were backstage, right? And there was a... There was a toilet. And, um... Like, it was like just like a toilet. But there was a mirror behind the toilet. So if you pissed in the toilet, you'd look... You'd just see your dick pissing. And I'd never seen that before. And... I know I've had that happen. And it's weird. It is weird. Yeah. I've, like, never seen this from this angle before. Like, yeah. this is what a stranger would see if... I was doing it in their street. Yeah. And imagine like that, but it's, you're him. Because a dick front, a, f- a dick on the flop is not pretty. Nah. Like, it's just like <clears throat> a flaccid, it looks a bit pathetic. It It's like, looks droopy. sad. Yeah, it looks miserable. Yeah. Yeah, you have it like, it's like a miserable looking feature. And then, imagine, but imagine that hard. Like, that's what his would look like. It looks like, <laughs> like a, like, you know when a. His dick would look like it has depression hard. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know when a you know when a baby comes out of the womb, right? Yeah. I'm not talking about a baby's dick. I'm talking about when they cut the umbilical cord and they call it off. And there's like and a little knob, a little belly button. Yeah, poking out. Like his dick is like an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough body shaming. Um, we're we're halfway through the email. And we've, <laughs> we've just completely fucking abused this guy. Oh man, keep him going. Go. Okay. Um. Alright, where are we? Q-tip dick, five minutes in bed, too fat to fuck. Uh, I'm not the type to settle into a relationship with anybody and much prefer to sleep around. Well, at least you know yourself. Good on you. Um, I've been with a lot of guys and compared to them, every time we have sex, it feels like fucking a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> A Smurf. Oh my! Imagine moving cross country to fuck a Smurf. Yeah, like like, like you've moved your whole life. You had friends, and then you were like replaced it with a fucking Q-tip dick. Yeah, like and it's blue. It literally can't even feel the void of being lonely. <laughs> <laughs> can't even feel your fucking vagina. Yeah, it's, oh. you know what? It, yeah, like it's, you're not gonna you're not gonna plug up those daddy issues with a Q-tip cock, are you? No, you need something a lot bigger. Yeah. You need at least you need a, two, really. Yeah, you need <laughs> to be double penetrated by a Q-tip. <laughs> Here's the solution: she should go to the supermarket and buy some actual Q-tips and then tape two of them together, and then that's twice as twice as much. <laughs> that's so rude. All right, go. Okay, now I'm feeling bad. All right. Because I, only because I didn't laugh that time. I've been with a lot of guys compared to them. Every time we have sex, it's like fucking smurf, blah, blah. I really do love him, but I'm going crazy without that good D. <laughs> he actually knows about it and has offered to have an open relationship. But even though he's offered, I know it would crush him if I ever did sleep with another person. I think sex is important in a relationship... So I put a lot of effort into making him happy in bed. I stay active and fit and sexy for him. I give mad head and do anal. <clears throat> I usually do most of the work. Of course she has anal. It'd be like sticking a fucking pin up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, it's like, it doesn't even count. Nah. Um, I usually do most of the work and I spend a ton of money on nice lingerie and the kinds of freaky, kinky toys he likes. But he does nothing for me. Fuck, you're going to have to move to Australia. This sounds sick. Um, <laughs> he does nothing for me. Not even brush his nasty teeth to kiss me. 
This, Why the fuck are you with him? This sexual frustration is turning to hatred. I can yeah. feel it. I can it's feel like it through this email. It's like you actually despise him personally for not yeah. even like put his dick aside or whatever. The lack of effort that he's putting into your relationship, and you said you value sex as an important component oh, of the is. relationship, and important. I think it is too. And he's not putting in any effort to even be physically appealing to you. You said you're putting in effort, so I don't think that's fair. Yeah, look, I think I think right, you could have, you could like mitigate the effects of having a pin dick by yeah. having like a great six pack. But that's what dude like dudes who take steroids doesn't steroids gives you appendix, but they make up for that. In... By having 22-inch biceps. Yeah, and they fish you with that, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, you, if you're getting bicep deep in a woman, she's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I do anal, the, all the work, lingerie, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going mad, and I don't know what to do to keep this thing working. I would never, ever cheat because I've been cheated on, and his ex fiance actually cheated on him with his buddy when she, when she thought he was going to die of cancer. So it makes it even worse. This guy just has a shit life. The oh. further into this email I get, the, the worse I feel about the Q-tip jokes. Yep. But, <laughs> oh, there's got to be... Oh, I haven't even done any pool-related jokes. I'm only just getting started. But anyway... Uh, well, do one. No, give, give me a chance to throw it <laughs> in. Right. right, this is the last bit. Um, but damn, if I haven't at least imagined sleeping with someone else who would actually take the time and make the effort to get me off for a change. I appreciate any advice you have. Love your stuff. You're going places. Get your ass over to the States and have a shit one. <clears throat> Thank you very much for the kind words. I, I will make it to America one day. Not for not for you. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounded like a booty call, and that sounded like you going, yeah, I'll I'll be there. Just give me. Fucking... Yeah, that's true. You're like, just give me a second. Yeah. You know, well, that that might be the only way only I can fix this problem. The only. <laughs> that's true. Um, but the only way to like, I think yeah, you, I think that only re- sounded like a booty call only because you were so sexually frustrated by the end of the email, even when you yeah. were trying to be nice about your comedy, just sounded like you wanted to fucking. Yeah, like you, you sound like you're doing really great comedy. I don't really care about that. Please, someone, fuck me. Yeah. Well, honestly, it sounds like you are no longer happy in this relationship, and yeah. he's not making you happy, and he's not putting in effort. Say if he was putting in effort, and I think I think you wouldn't have sent this email to us. No way. I mean, you think about the amount of effort that this chick has put in, even before she found out that he was a shit root. Like she's moved across country. Pissed off her parents. God, he must have a good personality. Oh, he must... Yeah, dude, this must be that, like, I want to be friends with him. Because, yeah. really, having a five-inch penis, that's not a requirement for me to be mates. No, that's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know what? I reckon, um, Sarah, I'll be mates with him. But we're not going to fuck him. That's true. Oh, wait, get fucked by him. Yeah. No, this is about her getting fucked, not yeah, him. He's getting good sex with a girl who's putting effort in and that's true. is going above and beyond. He's... He doesn't need a friend. She needs a dick. Yeah. This is the Do problem. You, have you tried... Like, I'm assuming you must have toys. You can't be that's that... That's what she said. She said, I bought all the kinky toys that he likes. I'm assuming she likes watching her use them. So she has all that stuff. So imagine... Oh, it dude, just, imagine how underwhelming it would compare. be. Like, going in yourself with a bit for a toy and they're going, take over, baby. And then you're like, so are you in? Or are you... Yeah, and then like you just want, and then you you'd have to just shove it up your ass, like while he's inside you. 
Yeah, you just need, you just need like, yeah, that's that's why doing anal wasn't an achievement. You'd have to put a toy in every single orifice on your body. That's, Did you say orifice? Orifice is a hole on Did your you say body. say orifice? Orifices. How do you think you say orifice? Is that not how you say it? That's not how you say it. Oh. Just have another guess, you idiot. Orifice. <laughs> wait, how, how, wait, I want to say written. I don't know how it's... Fr- no, I've only, you'll get it if you see it. I've written. only ever pr- had it pronounced it to me. I've never seen the word written. That's why Who I don't know how to pronounce it. it? Emily. And she's also of an idiot, course. my girlfriend. Dude, Your we girl. have an in-joke about orifices. Maybe it started orifices. off... But maybe it started off about... There's no way that it started off the right pronunciation and then you guys changed it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Orifice. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's I've O-R-I-F-I-C-E. never seen it written. I-F-I-C-E. I've never seen it written. I thought it was spelled because of no, how she said it. No, you imagine a doctor saying it. Like, you, a doctor wouldn't say orifice. He'd say orifice. No, I can imagine a doctor saying the plural orifices... Because that sounds like a disease, though. That sounds like a foot fungus. <laughs> I've got orifice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a disease. Yeah. Not a hole. Maybe we could. this could be the so new So what name. is it? An orifice. 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 Ah. Oh. Well, all right, guys. And you don't, you don't do orifices. You like, you're just like shoving in every orifice. <sighs> well, I think I'm out. Uh, this question... <laughs> At least Luke's gotten something out of this question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but seriously, it sounds like that, like, even beyond bad sex, he's clearly not putting any effort into his himself personally. But just to explain what I didn't know what that meant, I pronounced Peugeot's Pugots for six years. Six years. Six years of my life. I went, look at that Pugot, until someone went, what the fuck did you just say? Literally, what just happened then? Say that and, again. I, and then, you know, when you like people like, say that again, and you get less confident because you know it's wrong, you're like, Pugot? Pugot? And they're like, say what? And I'm like, Pugot? And then you're like, ha, it's Peugeot. And, I'm, and you know what? Because I know that Peugeot is a car brand. You see the ads, it's like Peugeot. And you, see, you know what Peugeot is. You know what it sounds like. Like if someone's like, I got a Peugeot, I'd be like, nice. But I thought it was like this cheap, like, like a rip-off Saab was like, I thought it was a different car company. No, I actually thought that too. Because I'd never seen it written. I had always heard Peugeot, but I'd never seen a Peugeot car. Because Peugeot so to assume... me has a Z in it or an S. Why would there be a Z? Peugeot. Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm z- just about to go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That made no sense. All right, we need to fix this one's right, tiny sorry. pin dick problem. This tiny problem, which and is the is, dick, is huge. This this tiny problem is huge. It started from a yeah huge problem started from a tiny dick. Well, I think it's honestly put the dick aside. Okay, ask yourself. Which would this. be easy to do because it wouldn't weigh much. <laughs> you could just flick it aside. Anyway, blow it away. <laughs> <laughs> right just be yeah, blow it away and ask yourself are you honestly happy in this relationship because it sounds like you're pulling a lot to make this work and it almost seems like this is the last straw yeah for you like you're a bit like he's not putting in effort the teeth thing uh you moved it your family doesn't like it yeah it's like you're putting in heaps of effort to you make sound this work like, to me you sound like a catch and I, i'm assuming that she's quite pretty she goes to the gym, she keeps fit, yeah. she puts a lot of effort in sexually, and she's very loyal. So, like, because, you know, a, a, sometimes a girl who dealing with this shit, they would just cheat. But you're obviously like, I want to fix this. Yeah, you want to make this work. That's why you're emailing a podcast. But it sounds like he doesn't want to make it work. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I you could try and talking to him about Have you doing told it? him all these things? It Don't sounds... talk about your dick, but saying, hey, brush your teeth before I kiss you. That'd be nice. Like, that's not a hard ask. If you yeah. can't bring that up to him to his face, then your relationship... Well, it sounds like they have talked about it because he's offered an open relationship. Don't I, do no, that. No, he's self-conscious about his dick. You he, would be. 
oh yeah like if if i if i was strapping that i would be mm. like i don't know i don't know I that's don't know. why we've stopped suck. fucking oh that was one too many wasn't it yeah it was yeah, that sorry. was a little bit too gay uh. <laughs> cross the boundary cross the boundary i got a chub <laughs> um, yeah, you need to. I, I, I don't think this is salvageable. It sounds like it sounds like you obviously really like him, but by getting to the end of the email, I can tell your lack of orgasms is turning into hatred. Yeah, you sound sexually frustrated, and you sound like you're taking it out on him in other areas. And look, if say if he was sticking it to you good, would you care about the teeth? I think you still would. I don't think oh, it's yeah. the sticking it to your thing. I think it's the lack of effort that he's putting into your relationship. Everywhere else, yeah. So I think I don't want to be the make the big call, move on, because you've just moved countries for him. But um, fuck him off. Yeah, he just sounds. He, it like, sounds like you could do better and you could get treated better as well. And, and you're, get a and you're nineteen. Oh, and true. He's you're nineteen. What are you doing? Yeah, like he, like he. Whole think about if you think about this. He's twenty eight, right? So, in about 20 years, maybe 30 years, that dick's probably not going to work as well as it used to. And right now, it barely does. It doesn't even work now. Right? And, uh, and, and, and you know what? He's 28. He's not going to change. No. Like, people don't... He's had a shit dick his whole life. And he just obviously doesn't care anymore. The fact that he's gone, you can fuck other dudes because yeah. I have such low self-esteem. Like that's depressing, and his and as horrible as it is, his other fiance cheated on him, which is never, which I don't think is ever a, a person's first choice. Like when they start having problems with their boyfriend, they don't go, "Oh well, I'm just gonna fuck someone else." No, like they try they unless she was a complete psycho. But it sounds like he didn't. It almost sounds like the exact same thing happened to his last relationship that's happening to yours, but you yeah. just haven't cheated on him yet. So there's, you can still stop it and not be that. You sound like you don't want to cheat him, which is great. So maybe you should just. I think get you should out just leave there. before you cheat on him and then he kills himself. Yeah, because you do sound very sexually frustrated. Yeah. Just be like, it's not you, it's your dick, and then just leave. <laughs> you should just, just you know what, go to, go to the supermarket and get like a monster, a can of monster. Hey, Lewis, yeah. this one's, um, it, it's, it's pretty hard situation with his Q-tip dick. It sounds yeah. like she's snookered. <laughs> that was my pool joke. That was pretty good. Thank you. All right, we continue. Okay, this is my solution. Go to the shops and get a can of monster, right? I don't know if you have those in America. They'd be like an, an extra large can of Red Bull and take it home from the supermarket and then just be like, hey, honey, can you come into the kitchen? Like, you be him. You be him. I'll be like, um, oh, what's his name? Dave. Oh. Dave, okay. Like, hey, Dave, can you come in the kitchen for a second? Uh, no, I'm just not brushing my teeth. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, when, you, when you're done being a stinky breath, tiny dick little thing, can you come into the kitchen, please? Yeah, alright, but I'm still going to be fat when I come in there. Alright, alright. Hey, you see this can of monster that I'm holding? Yes. This is what I need in my vagina. In dick form. And, <laughs> and then, do you see this tic-tac? Yeah. That's you. Uh, this is why I said you can fuck other men. See, this is their problem. He, she's probably pro this exact situation's probably already happened. He's seen the tic tac. He's seen and, the monster. And then care. she's probably chucked it to him, going, "Actually, eat it though, you fucking stinky breath piece of shit." And also, like, imagine if she told him to eat his own tic tac cock because his breath sucks. <laughs> See, maybe that's why her breath is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that your cum 
constantly, you said you gave him head. You're constantly sucking on a tic-tac of a thing. Oh, man. It's time to stop. You I'm need to break so up with sorry. him. Break you need to break with, with him. him. And don't ever fucking let him listen to this. Because it will... I would shoot myself. And not even, <laughs> even if this was not miscellaneous bit at the end. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's already miscellaneous bit at the end. But combine that with that we being literally, about him. If he's listening to this, he's already been told to tighten the noose at the start. Yeah. All he's got to do is step off. And, <laughs> and he's so heavy. Like, it'll work. Oh, his dick won't get caught in the news. That's it. Okay, we're done. All right. Dump him. But also, I would really appreciate an update about this. Yeah, um, I actually want to know what happens now. Yeah, because me and Luke will will read over it and um, we might do it in the podcast. We'll probably just laugh about it to ourselves. No, um, you know what? If you send another one, we'll do like a five-minute thing after a gig one day in the car. Yeah. And we'll recap it together. Because yeah. I want to follow this as well. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued now. The, the updates are my favourite part of yeah. the emails, is the updates. Send in the update, let us know what you do, and ignore all our shit jokes. We honestly think you should break up with him because oh, it doesn't yeah, sound like you're happy. Is your 19. You got you you can do so much It sounds much like better. you've realised that you're wasting your life a bit with him, and you, also that you've made a bit of a mistake moving yeah. in with someone you don't really know that well. And yeah, your parents will take you back. So just fuck oh, off. Say, well, they want you to take him. They didn't. They said they don't they like never it. Want you they to leave. want yeah. you to fucking. Yeah. yeah. So I I would leave him. I don't think it's worth it. Um, send me an email update to podcast at loosebeers.com if you need some advice. Um, oh, how good is this? I forgot to mention. Last week we had a girl with massive tits. Mm. This week we had a guy with a tiny dick. <laughs> so if if uh. there's any ladies out there with tiny boobs and guys out there with massive dicks, maybe and that's a problem. Swap them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. Cause anyway. Actually, I don't want to read about it. Fucking... Just don't make up a story. If you have yeah. a physical deformity and it's yeah. fucking with your life, I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> Send an email in the podcast. All disabilities, just forward them straight to podcast at Lucid Ears. This is way too long. This, yeah. This All right. Episode. Wait, can we quickly say about my tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, go and see Luke on tour. If you enjoyed this podcast, um, uh, you, you will fucking love his show. And if you're from Sydney, don't <clears throat> wait because there's eight tickets left. Eight? I've sold five during this podcast, so... Oh, really? Yep. That's I didn't want sick. to say anything during it, but don't wait. Oh, look, there's a potential that extra seats will be announced, nah, but... don't fucking wait, but I, that, I bet, you don't know No, that. here's the thing, I don't know that, and it's actually... I'm not just saying that, it's actually... I don't know. Yeah. So, just don't wait. That's only... And if even if there's extra the seats, it'll be like five seats, like yeah. it won't be much, so. And there'll be fire hazard seats. And it'll be fire hazard seats, just... Buy your seat. Yeah, don't wait if you're from Sydney. And same with the other shows. They're all over half sold. Except for Adelaide. Fuck, people hate me in Adelaide. It's become a joke on my podcast of why people hate me so much. What's the state that hates me? It was... No state hates you now. You're pretty good. But it's my first year and the other shows are selling incredibly well. Adelaide's not selling bad. It's just like... Fuck, why don't you No, that's normal. My first two, I sold 17 in Brisbane and everywhere else was great. Okay. But yeah, go and see Luke. He's great. I'd love to see you there. And cool. uh, that's the end of the podcast. Oh, also, he has a podcast if you want to listen to more of his shit for free. Memoirs of a White Guy on iTunes. Yep. Go check that shit out. Thanks, Happy uh, Lewis. Oh, a pleasure as always. Oh, yeah. Mate. So, yeah, if you didn't kill yourself during that, uh, we said wait till the end to buy tickets. If you're still alive, I don't know how you are, but um, we well, are. Both. We yeah. made it. If you're like us, push through. Love to see it on the show. So, this means that the guy with the tiny dick isn't coming to your show. I didn't want him there. <laughs> <laughs>